the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast, a place where you learn how to be your best resource. I'm your host, Jody K. Edwards, influencer and intuitive success coach for entrepreneurs just like you. If you're looking to build a better business and a better mindset, then you're in the right place because I am obsessed with helping you upload your life by offering you strategies and mindset shifts that you can implement today. My soul's purpose is to help you grow your business and expand your mind by providing actionable steps you can take to release the magic within you right now. How we choose to think is how we get the things that we want in our lives. So get further faster by aligning your mind. Welcome to episode 14 of Alignment is a New Hustle. Today's guest is Tammy Wynn. Tammy is the founder of The Creative Folks, which has become this amazing online hub for creative entrepreneurs. The Creative Folks goes behind the scenes and behind the mindset of artists, bloggers, photographers, musicians, anyone that's really making a name for themselves in the creative industry. Their main goal is to be an online resource for any creative entrepreneur, which is so helpful when trying to navigate through it all. Welcome, Tammy. Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. I love the name of your brand, The Creative Folks. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with the name and what inspired you to start TCF? Yeah, sure. So The Creative Folks, uh, the name actually kind of started off on a whim. Like, I think we kind of just sat around and thought of like different names. Essentially, it was supposed to be a blog, but it didn't turn out to be that way, obviously. And so we were playing around with names and it turned out to be The Creative Folks. What had inspired you to create this outlet for different creative entrepreneurs in the industry? Uh, well, it started off on Facebook for sure. So I was walking, or not walking around, but like kind of entering all these different groups on Facebook, kind of kind of looking for graphic design gigs, etc. And then it turned out to be more so of me giving more critique or giving more advice more than me getting gigs. So mm-hmm. I was like, why give all that information away when I can kind of reserve it for like myself to publish? So I started a blog and uh, that's where it originated as. And then it kind of just got on board to be more for um, having writers on board because a lot of people uh, gave me some interest emails like, hey, I wanted to write, et cetera. OK, cool. Let's write. And then yeah. it became a hub. And then that hub became more uh, people wanted to do more admin work. So like uh, marketing creative work or production which is like swag and stuff and that's how it became how it is that's really interesting so your your team found you essentially like you weren't like going out there looking for a team you just attracted um the people that work with you right now can you tell us a little bit about them how many are people on your team yeah for sure so yeah I would agree they kind of like came to me but at the same time I was sort of looking but not really I can't really describe it too much it's more just like (laughs) this natural pull between us both and yeah. on my team currently um as we're speaking there's about I did like a check yesterday around 12 people so that's oh. pretty big including the writers etc uh yeah and you know a lot of people when they're first starting out when did the creative folks start uh January 1st of 2018 wow and a lot of people when they start something new like that they don't have a team right away, right? It's kind of their baby. They don't want to bring on a lot of different ideas or a lot of different energies. So what what made you think that this was the right move, I guess? I definitely think it had a lot to do with this, my personality. I've always wanted to work with teams anyway. So mm-hmm. in the beginning when it was a blog, of course, I wasn't thinking about a team. But then when other people gave me their interest in it, 
I was like, I mean, why not? Like I was open to teamwork anyway. So that's why that onboarding process even happened. And a lot of my teammates are uh, hand chosen. So like I kind of picked them specifically for their skill set. Also knowing that they lack in different skills that will, that I can cover up for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say the importance is of having the right tribe? You know, we vibe with our tribe. They're part of our business as we're growing. What is the most important thing you've learned as an entrepreneur and having the right people around you? For sure. Um, since we're in kind of in like that podcast about alignment and that's part of the new hustle, I do think alignment with your team is part of creating a new hustle. So yeah. just aligning with my team members, making sure that those people are benefiting me, but I'm also benefiting them. That's part of it too. Um, yeah. Like that trade-off, like I'm helping them and they're helping me. Um, a lot, yeah. 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 A lot of my teammates are, um, or not a lot of them, all of them are not getting paid and I'm not getting paid at all. So like, it's that trade-off that I try to give off to them. Like, Hey, I'm not getting paid. So don't think that I'm, I'm taking advantage of you. Like we're both learning here and I'm always telling them the truth about everything and I'm being authentic with them. Like, Hey, I'm, I really don't know this and you seem to know it. So can you help me? I'm, I might be the founder, but I don't know everything. I love that authenticity and just being raw and open because Sometimes, you know, I see entrepreneurs start out new and I've been a business coach for say about three, four years now. Mm -hmm. And since I mix that into being um, an intuitive success coach, there's a lot of times I have to tell people like, look, you're, you may or may not make, you know, six figures your first month. It's all about trusting that process. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're able to be open with that because the mistake I see a lot of people doing is they lie. They're going to say, yeah, in my first month of business, I made six figures. And it's like <laughs> realistically cool if you really did. But I love that you're willing to share that you're not bringing in any income right now. Yeah. But you're motivated to keep going. Yeah, and for sure. Already, it seems like the creative folks has had such a huge impact in your community. Oh, thank in you. Atlanta and um, just on your Instagram. And it's just, yeah, it's really, really neat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's what? good to hear. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone starting out? I'd love to flip more into kind of that money mindset of, yeah, we might not be making income right now, but you have future goals to um, generate income, to pay yourself, to pay your team. That's all about being an entrepreneur, right? It's yeah. To work for free yeah. until you, you know, you can generate that income for your business. Yeah, for sure. So one thing definitely is patience. Like that's such a huge key that I think a lot of people kind of overlook because they're like, trying to rush to make six figures or like 10 figures, whatever the case is. And part of it is just being patient and understanding that um, even though your goals are high, like, of course, I want us to all make money. But at the same time, I'm not going to be hurt if we don't. And that's kind of like a mindset that you have to understand, too, is just being patient with yourself. Like nothing is going to kick off right away and it's going to take some time. If it does, great. But if not, (laughs) you have to be able to accept that. That's the best part too is that's how you know you're it you're doing the right thing because you you getting paid would be nice but if you're not getting paid you still love doing what you're doing yes and that really helps to avoid burnout I'm sure too on the days where you're just like oh this is exhausting but it's like at least I love what I do (laughs) yeah for sure like some days it's like really heavy burnout I know in the beginning when I was trying to rush I was actually going against what I just said I was rushing to get blog post out like I was having a big team of writers and everybody was writing 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 and I wanted to get them all out in time and then I was just like 
you know what? Like I'm rushing and I'm doing all this only to stress myself out. I just have to slow it down. So I had to just tell my team like, hey, we're backed up for the month. Can I schedule you out next month? And they're like, yeah, cool. So that's how we work now too, just scheduling it, everything out month in advance. And what did you, what have you learned about, I guess, trusting the process, you know, trusting that everything is going to work out, that, you know, even if you're feeling overwhelmed now, and I know we talked a little bit before about uh, new things happening for the creative folks and just dealing with the overwhelm from that and learning to trust that it's going to work out. Uh, yeah, that's super important. Just going along with the patients as well. Like um, a lot of the times I have too many ideas and that's why having a team is so important is that they push back on my idea saying like, you know what, you need to stop me your tracks because that's going way too far or like you're you're not ready for that yet. Um, yeah, and then trusting that process is super important again because I mean, if you don't trust the process and it's your process that you're building up your business, I mean, who else is going to trust it? <laughs> like, right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, just just putting all your effort into understanding that um, this is your passion. And if it's your passion, then you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work, obviously. Uh, right. But if you don't trust whatever you're doing, like, you're just going to be in a rut all the time. Like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And that's like stressing you out way too much. Right. Be- beating yourself up over something yeah. or make or the future is just, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. Life is, can be so stressful as is. So there's really no need to worry about future or past. I love that living in the moment, especially as an entrepreneur is just living in the now yeah. and, you know, trusting that it's going to work out as long as you're taking that inspired action. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in re realistically, we all go through it. A big part of this podcast is kind of bringing light to the journey that we're all on because not a lot of people want to talk about that they're not bringing in money right now mm-hmm. or that they feel stressed or overwhelmed they want to put on this kind of like the cob that they have it all together all the time and that in itself can be so exhausting like there's times where I feel like uninspired but it's my job to keep other people inspired um but just giving voice to that feeling of, yeah, today I feel a little overwhelmed or I feel a little run down. And like you said, like making a plan to kind of reschedule or push back something. Mm-hmm. So in your, uh, in the creative folks, you have this team of people. How do you deal with negative emotions while you have kind of this team of people that are looking for direction from you, working alongside you, you know, contributing so much great content? Uh. Well, in terms of, like, we get a lot of negative things from, like, different stuff as well. So it's not only – sometimes we get, like, a bad comment or, like, a really weird comment. Mm-hmm. And other days it's, like, um, people compliment, like, not complimenting, but, like, giving commentary on, like, our website. And these are things I don't really share with my team because it's, like, really unnecessary stuff that they don't really need to know. I kind of yeah. share the more brighter stuff because it's, like, okay, your hard work is being seen. Uh, these people who want to put, like, the negative stuff onto you, like, that's that's <laughs> – me like that's on me to deal with and because I have a thicker skin um I feel like I deal with it a lot easier um but what I usually do if I ever go through any type of burnout with the company um I do a lot of typing I don't know if that's like the best way to do it but Mm -hmm. I type it all out and then once I type out everything that I need to feel about it want to write about it then I delete it it's like in like word or I type it in notes or something like that yeah that's really really cool I like that idea a lot Sometimes I'll write things out and I'll like throw it away. Yeah, and something like that. Safely burn it in a sink. Or something so it house on fire. But yeah, that is uh, really cool because you can do that anywhere. You know, if you're traveling in a car, on a plane, yeah, it's like walking. It's neat to just type out how you're feeling and release it. Yeah, um, 
super important to give voice to that feeling. Yeah. As a creative entrepreneur myself, I really, really appreciate you building this online community for fellow creatives to learn from. And I really like that you guys are all about feeding that hustle, which yeah. I know might sound a little odd to the <laughs> listeners now, probably thinking, Jody, aren't you about aligning instead of hustling? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the truth is, you know, the grind is a grind, the hustle is a hustle. But when you can feed the hustle, like your line is, and align with the hustle, like, you know, my tagline is, you're really getting a clear direction of where you want to go. Um and trusting the process that you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And it really helps to avoid like that shiny object approach where you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I want to do this over here. And like avoid feeling like you're like a fish out of water, like doing it alone and no one understands you and you're drowning. And yeah. you can't breathe and all that. <laughs> um, so some of my favorite articles on the creative folks was, um, what was it called? How to be productive mm. and kick the creative stereotype. That was really neat. And then my other favorite was treat yourself, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> An artist guide to self care. Uh, can you give the listeners a little bit more insight of those articles and kind of why content like that is so important for creative entrepreneurs? Yeah. So the first one that you mentioned about productivity, uh, that one was one of my favorites because the the writer went into a lot of detail on his way of being productive. So when you read it, it's a little bit more on the technical side. So like, here are some tips that I do to help better my productivity. Uh, it's less on the mental state, but that's what I kind of wanted to foster at the creative folks was both sides of the spectrum. So like not only yes. mental, but also physical things that you can do to kind of change your habits, et cetera. Um, so that's what I really like about that one. And then mm-hmm. on the treat yourself one, that one was written by someone who started with us. Like when we first started, like I want to say month two or three, this person came on board and wrote with us. So yeah. she's been around for a really long time. Um, but she's also kind of slowing down because she has school and stuff starting up in August so we won't be seeing too much from her anymore but that one specifically um was just about her being an introverted artist and how that takes a toll on her herself so kind of tips and tricks that she does to treat herself uh Mm -hmm. to not face burnout with like art because she's a painter and she goes to some art shows etc and she has a kid so going through a lot of those stuff she's going to face through a lot of burnout too so you know, some tips and tricks. Yeah, it's really helpful. There's so, like, anyone can be an entrepreneur, yeah. right? And we have so many out there that come from different walks of life, different backgrounds. They're still in school or they're still working a full-time job or they're a parent, things like that. And so articles like this really help to give voice to the things that not a lot of people see out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have, like, the Mommy and Me bloggers or we have a lot of, like, the mindset um, coaches sharing that information. But I would love to see more of that. I would (laughs) love for people to be more open and more honest with what they're going through and not always pretend that, you know, they have everything together. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, like, taking a step back is really admirable for her to, you know, be like, yeah, I'm in school. I'm going to take a step back from this. So it's it's cool that your company can allow, you know, foster for that personal growth as well. Yeah. And we're just all about comfort anyway. So apparently right now we don't have like any um, office space. So a lot of the teammates who work here in, at the Atlanta area, they all mm-hmm. work from home or they all come to my house or something of that sort. Yeah. And we find like local places to meet up to do meetings, et cetera. Of course, that's not preferred in like, say a year from now. Like if we have more confidential work, of course, we need like a sacred space for that. But as of now, I try to be comfortable with everybody knowing that I can't provide them any type of income. I'm only providing that experience of working Mm -hmm. with the creative media. Um, That's kind of the trade off I try to give them and being authentic up front. I never tell anybody up front um, 
when they join my team, like, hey, I'm paying you or like at the end of the year, expect this much or like straight up, I don't have any funds coming in. I'm really appreciative of the team that works here without any funds coming through. So (laughs) yeah, that means they believe in your message. They believe in your brand and you know, that trade off of value. You believe them and trust them to bring you to the next level. I, you know, a year from now, I like that you have that idea of change and that's, that's so important to kind of visualize, right? Visualize what we want our business to look like, mm-hmm. um, where we're going and things like that. And I guess what's, what's next for the creative folks? You had mentioned you have a meetup coming up, a few different events coming up. Yeah, for sure. So I'm not sure if we're going to settle on these events since it's still a little bit early for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the rest of the year, we are planning some smaller events. Like we're partnering with a couple of people. Uh, one is a scholarship that we might be hosting soon for creatives here in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. Some other events, like some headshots sessions, like we're giving away free headshot sessions, like take oh, literally take a photo and then you can get yeah. it later. Uh, that's really awesome. Yeah, especially for creatives. I know it's a thing that they don't have or like don't have yeah. access to or like if they don't know a local photographer and don't want to pay exactly. like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it. Branding is expensive. Yes. <laughs> or can be. It doesn't always cost Yes, money. for sure. So at the like just for right now, the first year as of right now, we're just doing more foundation based, kind of getting our name out there. Next year we have a lot of things lined up in terms of like events and et cetera for creatives. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx right. it. <laughs> uh well, perfect then. Where can people follow you to stay kind of in tune with what you're doing and where you're going? Yeah, sure. So our most active social media account is our Instagram. So it's at the creative folks, literally spelled as is um and on our website as of right now it's literally like a blog so that's something that we're going to move away from in the future just saying mm-hmm. out there for right now in the future we want to be more focused as events more physical resources for creatives so moving away from the blog but still having the blog absolutely and are you currently looking for additional creatives to contribute sure if they're in the Atlanta area that's what I would really like is because mm-hmm. we're kind of centralized here in Atlanta but in the future I would also want to move out to other states that would be really cool to have chapters in different states right oh awesome your vision is so big and <laughs> I, I know there's not a whole lot we could kind of share publicly on the podcast right yeah now, just, uh, speaking with you and you know it's really inspiring that you have created this and I'm really really excited to see where it's going I can see like such great things yeah, for the thank creative you. folks yes well thank you so much for your time today and um sharing your knowledge and just being so open and honest with us it's yeah really, really really appreciate that for sure and yeah uh, we'll stay in touch thank you so much yeah for no worries have a great one you too bye I am so grateful that you tuned into Alignment is a New Hustle this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit from this message as well. And don't forget to rate and review. If you wouldn't mind heading on over to iTunes and leaving a review, it takes just a few moments of your time and I would be forever grateful. It really, really, really helps me to know what type of content you find helpful. And it also helps other people to find us. As a free gift for reviewing, I will send you my free guide to help you crush limiting beliefs and become the manifesting maven that you are meant to be. All you have to do is screenshot your review and send it to support at jodykedwards.com. Again, that's support at J-O-D-I-K-A-Y-E-D-W-A-R-D-S dot com. Until next time, Align Tribe, keep shining your light.